works out if you have letters on your telephone to be WPTF. So it's 860 WPTF. And since we mentioned that we sometimes present things in three, I'm going to present our literary question for tonight and and what it has been for the last month or so each Friday night is I'm going to tell you the name of some books and you tell me the authors of these books. There are three of them, and this is one of those where you might get one or might get two or might get, well, you might get all three, but if you only get one or two, that's okay. Somebody else can come along later and fill in the, the what's left. So here are the first set of three books. I want you to tell me who the authors are. These are, I think, fairly well known and in in most cases were probably even sort of best bestsellers. One of them is a book called Ragtime, R-A-G-T-I-M-E, Ragtime, a book uh, the title of which is Infinite Jest, J-E-S-T, Infinite Jest, long book, heavy book. You can use it to block up the door if you if your door is swinging back and forth. And finally, one of a good Southern boy. I gave you a hint there. It's a male who wrote this. The Prince of Tides. Okay? The Prince of Tides is one book. Infinite Jest is another book. And Ragtime is another book. And if you know any or all of those and the author uh, of the, the particular book, give us a call at 919-860-9783. The big topic tonight, we usually have a big topic, is uh, movie quotes. And the reason for that is that not this Sunday night, but the next Sunday night, uh, April 25th, will be the night that they award the Academy Awards. This will be the 93rd year they've done that, starting back, uh, I guess, let's see, 93, 1928 probably. And, well, you can get a real gold star for your forehead. This this question isn't even on the list, but just when I said 1928, I thought, well, maybe somebody will know that. What was the best picture for 1928? What was the best picture for tonight? That's not one of our regular questions. That's just a uh, one that Tom pulled out of the air right here at the last second. What's the best picture for 1928? The real topic on the movie theme tonight, and to commemorate, uh, in a way, the giving away of the Oscars, as they are called, and it's just a little bit later this year because of the COVID thing and rescheduling and so on. Normally, the uh, Oscars are given out, I think, in the last week in February, but they've been moved back two months to the last week in April. And, uh, in fact, uh, my brother Stephen was on earlier this week talking about the nominees for Best Picture, and he will be back on this coming Tuesday night before the Oscars are awarded to present uh, a look at the acting awards, best actor, best actress, and that, that sort of thing. So, But that's this coming Tuesday night. The, the, uh, the Oscars, as I said earlier, will be awarded on Sunday night, April 25th. I believe it's going to be on, as usual, on a, the ABC network. But, but uh, what I want to do, and these are not necessarily connected to the Oscars, but rather just movies in general, but what we're going to do is maybe give you three quotes and see if you can tell me what the movie was where this quote appeared, okay? And we've got three. One of them is going to be relatively hard, and this is, and I am quoting, this is from the movie. One morning I shot an elephant in my pajamas. How he got in my pajamas, I don't know. What's the movie? And who, well, you should know who said that. Really a popular, long-term person. One morning I shot an elephant in my pajamas. How he got in my pajamas, I didn't know. Hawkeye quoted that in in MASH, but... uh, what we're interested in is the moving picture that it was in and the, 
the man who who started that movie with his brothers, by the way, there's a hint, uh, and said that line. Here's uh, number two of the three we're going to give you. And I quote, there's no crying in baseball. There's no crying in baseball. That's fairly well known and should be an easy one. Should be a kind of a crip, as they used to say when I pretended to play basketball. Okay? There's two. And number three, uh, let's see. Uh, a boy's best friend is his mother. And I can tell you uh, that our producer got that one. She said, that sounds like, and I said, you're right, it is. A boy's best friend is his mother. So there are three. And if you can get one of them, try it. If you can get two, try it. If you can get three, there's nothing wrong with an educated guess. And if you don't get it, somebody else will fill it in. Most of the questions that are answered on this program are, are answered in the end, not always on the first try. But we've got three. One morning I shot an elephant in my pajamas. How he got in my pajamas, I don't know. There's no crying in baseball, and a boy's best friend is his mother. 919-860-WPTF, 919-860-WPTF. That's our first set of questions. We we have some more, and we've got some quotes there, and we uh, will look forward to hearing from you. Decided to pull this question out of the air tonight, too. We, don't, we didn't really have a geography question tonight, so I thought of something fairly quickly. What is the county seat of Alamance County? in North Carolina, not very far from us, about, uh, oh, I guess, 50 miles, maybe. What is the county seat of Alamance County? Okay, we'll let you queue up, get in line, dial the number, 919-860-9783, and I hope you'll be waiting for me when we come back to give me some answers to these questions. Nine twenty at WPTF, the Tom Kearney Show for Friday night, April sixteenth, twenty twenty one. Brittany, our producer, tells me that Emily is on the line. I forgot where she said you are, Emily. Are you in Raleigh or are you in Durham or someplace like that? I'm in Chapel Hill. She did tell me, and I forgot. Good evening. Which question do you think you want to answer? <laughs> well, I actually don't know how this works, but I only heard a few of them. But I think if I oh, okay, two, stop. Okay, stop. You. You can answer one question, either the one about the books or the one about the movie quotes and, or the one about uh, what's the county seat of Alamance County. So choose one. Oh, okay. Okay, the, okay, I'll choose the book then. Okay, there's three books, and you can get as many of those as you will. Okay. Um, I know one for sure. <laughs> okay. I bet I, I know which one. I, <laughs> I bet. Well, I'll tell you. I'll see if you know. The first one is is called Ragtime. Do you, I, that's the one I think you probably know. Actually, that's not the only Ragtime I know is Scott Joplin. He went. Well, I used to play it on the I, piano. <laughs> there is a connection, but but that's not the that's not in, in naming the book. But that's not what it's about, and that's not the man who wrote it. Okay. Uh, Infinite Jest. I don't know that one either. Um, okay. Can you give me a hint? Well, he was a well-known, fairly young writer. He died at the age of forty-eight, but uh, he he was he's only been dead three or four years, so he's a fairly recent writer. But uh, I think you're telling me though that you know the name of the third one, which is the, the <laughs> well, Prince of Tides. That's Pat Conroy. I know Pat Conroy. <laughs> that's Pat. That's exactly that's Pat Conroy, right? A Southern writer, by the way. I he 
when he died, he was living in Georgia, I believe. But uh, he yeah. he was a graduate of the Citadel, and uh, that's was right, with a great Santini and a lot of the other uh, you know beautiful books that he wrote. Right, I'm I'm trying to think of the the book. Uh, they made a movie out of it that that had Nick Nolte and Barbara Streisand in it, and I can't yeah. think of. It. Um, I can't think of it right now, but I know what you're talking about. Right. Yeah. So, well, okay. Well, you got you got Pat Conroy now. You know, so you don't want to take a shot at the other ones. You're gonna leave them for somebody else. Well, on the book front, those I didn't know. I think I knew two of the movie ones, but I don't think this is how this works. <laughs> well, that's not the way it usually works. We usually uh, we usually save them. But I will I will tell you what we will do. I, I am. It's my program. I'm like the boss, you know, at least of this small portion of the world. <laughs> Uh, and, and we will grant you a dispensation for this night only. If you you said you know some of the movies, let's see how many of the uh, the movies you know. There are three movies, and I gave you quotations from each one of those movies. Now, am I supposed to guess the movie or the character in the movie? Uh, you're supposed to guess the title of the movie, and if you can, the character, but certainly the title. Okay, so um, the one about uh, there's no crying in baseball. And is that from the, can I guess that one now? Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. There's no crying in baseball. What was the name of the movie and who said it? Well, I know that, um, what, <laughs> Tom Hanks, I think, is the one who said it. He's the one who said it. He was the manager. Yes. He was the manager. And I'm going to, oh, my gosh, I'm blanking right now. I know who said it. Okay, um, you know, what we need is the title of the movie. I was thinking it was The Sandlot, but that can't be right. That, you're right. It can't be. It isn't. It isn't. <laughs> well, now, I'm going to run you off now. You're going to have to listen and see what these answers are, okay? I think that's, I think that's fair because I'm blanking right now. So, uh, well, anyway, we got, thank you. Well, my mother would say, Tommy, you, you need to be polite now because we've got two other people waiting. But I'm that's glad that you right. called, and now that you know how the game works, you, you can come back, okay? I, I will. Thanks so much. I enjoyed it. Okay, that's Emily in Chapel Hill, and she answered partially. She gets what the professors used to say when you didn't get all the answer exactly right. She got partial credit for that. And having said that, Todd, who is uh, a resident of, I keep forgetting, Todd, exactly where you live these days, but I know it's in the URAs over in western Moore County. How are you tonight? I'm doing just fine. I'm in the... Seagrove, North Carolina, which is a southern uh, Randolph County, although technically I'm still in Moore County, but the thing right. about it is when you're in certain areas, you you know, you get a mailing address of one county and a telephone number from another, another county. county. I have a friend who lives in, I think he lives in Wake County, but I think his phone comes from... Uh, uh, what am I trying to say, Johnston County or something like that. And, and, you know, you, you could get really confused if you tried to figure it out. So I don't try to figure it out, to tell you the truth. But I do know they make some pottery over there near where you live. And, yeah, but, like I said, I, like I said, I live in Moore County and have the telephone number of Montgomery County and the mailing okay. address of Randolph County. So that's just that's just how it goes where I'm at. There's, that's why he's confused, ladies and there gentlemen. There you go. Okay, which question are you going to answer tonight, Tom? Well, I'm going to finish up what Emily talked about, and I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe the name of the movie is A League of Their Own. A League of Their Own, that's exactly exactly right. It, and it's about a women's baseball league that really existed and was founded 
during World War II and right after when a lot of the guys had gone away to war and uh, anyway to keep baseball sort of alive. But it's a movie that's been recognized as a very good baseball movie and the Baseball Hall of Fame I think has a has a little place for it somewhere. So that's your answer tonight. Is that it? That's it. Yeah, I don't know the other uh, two that you mentioned, so I knew, I knew okay. that one for sure. Okay. Well, thank you for being there. We haven't heard from you lately, and I always worry about my regulars when I don't hear from them regulars. So dial up when you can, okay? I certainly will, Tom. It's always good talking to you. Thank you. That's Todd, one of our base, one of our radio family. And let's see what time have I got here. Have I got time? I was about 9.27. I've got time for Henry. Henry, how are you this evening? Fine, fine, Tom. I hope you are, too. Uh, I'll try to cut to the chase. Um, I'm going to give you an option. I would like to either answer the question about Wake Forest College. That's the two dates of it that you asked in one of your that was la- That was last week, but you can you, you can do it this week. <clears throat> or I can do Alamance County's county seat if you want me to. Why don't now. you do both of those? Why don't you do both of those? All right, here we, here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> Wake Forest College. <clears throat> First of all, um, the year that it moved to Winston-Salem was 1956. Now, you didn't look these up, did you? No, I learned that from you, Tom. You've, I've heard you say it at least two times on the radio, and I remembered it. <laughs> okay, well, that's good. Okay, now there was right. another date, 1834. Yeah, 1834 was what I had written down on my pad to tell you that film, uh, the year that Wake Forest College was founded in Wake Forest, North Carolina. Right, and they moved to Winston-Salem on the other date, 1956. So we got that. Now, what is the county seat of Alamance County? I believe that's Graham. Right, and what would people probably think it is? They'd think it was Burlington. Burlington, which is a much larger town, and in fact, they are, I think they're coterminous, if that means what I think it means, and that is they touch each other, and Graham is much smaller, but it is, in fact, the county seat of County just a couple of counties away, but you're exactly right. So you took care of business there. That's very good. Thank you, sir. I've wiped out. I've wiped out some of those questions. I'll I'll go on my merry way and let you get on with your program. Okay. Thank you a lot, Henry. Good night. Thanks. Right. And I'm particularly pleased that he got the the answers to the questions, uh, at least a couple of them, on this program, and that is this is kind of a loop there. Something we talked about one night week before last. Uh, when Ed Morris from the Wake Forest Town and College uh, History Museum, located in the town of Wake Forest, uh, just north of Raleigh, uh, was our guest. And we talked about uh, a little bit about the confusion uh, when you see the signs and you think you're going to Wake Forest, and some people think they're going to the town, and some people think the college slash university, and more likely you're actually going to the town if you're in this part of the world. But there is some confusion, and and I myself get confused and confusion, despite the fact that Wake is my alma mater, and but I know and I know where it is. Well, we're to the point now where we're going to take our half-hour break and check the news. This is the Tom Kearney Show. We've got some trivia questions for you, and we're going to present some more following our check of the news here on WPTF Radio. We'll be back following this. <laughs> I think that music, which we in the business called bumper music, means we're back on the air at 935, the Tom Kearney Show for Friday night, April the 16th in the year 2021. Friday night trivia is what we're looking at tonight, and it's potpourri trivia, and we've had some good callers and good answers so far. We're going to give you the, the hard question for tonight here in just a moment, but 
I gave you three book titles a little bit earlier, and uh, Emily got one of them, but that leaves the other two to be unanswered. So I'm going to tell you those book titles again, uh, and you will be expected to take a shot at both of them. One of them is a book entitled Ragtime. Ragtime. It's not about Scott Joplin, at least not the, the, directly. That's where the word comes from, but uh, Ragtime is the name of the book. And a book called Infinite Jest by one of the more popular modern writers of, say, the last 15 or 20 years. He's dead now. He died, I think, at the age of 48. So we've got Ragtime and Infinite Jest. And let's see, uh, I think we, I'm going to put one more in there to make it three because we had, uh, I think we had this one left over. And the book is entitled Catch 22. Catch, the word catch, and then the number 22. I want to know who wrote that book. Okay. We've got some movie quotes uh, that we've given you from to to point to the fact that this is a big time for the movies. The Oscars go, are going to be awarded uh, next week, not this Sunday night, but in nine days on April 25th. And so uh, I'll repeat the quotes that we've given you. The one we gave that was answered is there's no crying in baseball, and that, of course, is from the movie A League of Their Own, which came out in the early 90s, in 1992, and it was uttered by Tom Hanks, who played the manager of the girls' baseball team there. But there were two others we gave you, and nobody answered those. And one of them is, it says, uh, and I quote, One morning I shot an elephant in my pajamas. How he got in my pajamas, I don't know. And that's the, the star of the movie, along with, uh, I think, a couple of his brothers are in the movie, too. And there's not a lot of brother acts, so that should be a, a little bit of a clue. And uh, and you needed to come up with the name of the movie and the, the guy who said that. And uh, a boy's best friend is his mother. I saw this movie one time, and I do not care to see it again. I, I, I commend it. It's a scary movie. A boy's best friend is his mother. Keep your friends close. This is the third movie. I'm going to add one to replace the one that was, was answered. Keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. That's a... Very popular modern movie. So there's a couple of movies. And so we've got some movies. Now what we've got is quotes from three movies. And we've got three books that have been written. The number is 919-860-9783. 919-860-WPTF. If, this is one that probably will be answered if it is answered by, by a baseball person. But it's fairly complicated, but it can be answered. Okay. The Major League Baseballs were teams were in an American League and a National League. Okay, you got that. Two leagues. Each league had eight teams. And from 1903 to 1952, it pretty much stayed that way. If you looked at the standings in the paper in any year, it would be the same teams. They did not move around. No team, new teams were created. There were eight teams in each league. Beginning in 1953, between 52 and 53, there were changes made, though. And so what I'm interested in is, well, since then, each league, which had eight teams, now has 15. And that means that seven teams have been added to each league, the American League and the National League. I'm not interested in those seven teams that have been created out of thin air. Not interested in that, that at all. We'll do that another night. What I'm interested in is the eight teams that were there in 1952. Three teams in each league moved from their locations uh, in 19, in, 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 that they had been in since 1903 
to another to other cities. It took about ten years for different ones to move it to different places, and some of the most famous teams moved. But three National League teams and three American League teams. Nice, they're the same numbers. So there were five that stayed right where they were in each league, and three that moved to other towns because, well, there wasn't much attendance, or they had money problems, or God only knows what. But what I want to know is what those three are in each league. If you're good, good, you can do that. You can probably work it out. I could work it out if I had to. But it would probably be somebody who knows a little bit about baseball. No cheating, no looking it up now. 919-860-9783. That question may be too hard, and if it is, okay, but we'll... We will give a we'll give one night's run at it. The the eight teams in each league, circa that is about 1952. In each one of those leagues, three of the teams in each league have moved to some other place, to some other town. They're still playing baseball, still in the major league, still in the same league, but they're representing different cities from what they had represented for the years from 1903 to 1952. Okay, 919-860-9783. Brittany, I'll bet nobody is volunteering for that question yet, but I'll bet Joe Williams is on the line. He may know the answer. Joe okay. Williams, are you, are you on the line? Yeah. Uh-huh. What question do you want to answer tonight? I'm going to answer the one about uh, Alamance County, but uh, that other guy got it, and I, I don't have a clue on any of those movie stuff, but I may know a little bit about the baseball. I, I think the Atlanta Braves are one of the teams that moved. Well, you are, in fact, right about that, but it's not that simple. <laughs> they moved to Atlanta, but they didn't. Where did they move from? Is what we need to know. Oh, oh I have no idea. The only one I know is where they moved from and to is, I think, the Washington Senators moved to Minnesota. You're right about that. That's exactly right. And uh, Washington did not have a team for several years, and then they formed a new team. This they're, is not part of the answer, right? By the way, I'm just capitals, I believe, are they? No, they they were in Washington for a while, and then they moved again. So Washington lost two teams. Oh, I I, I had missed that. Yeah, that's this was back in the '60s, but yeah. of late, of the last ten years, the team that was in Montreal in 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 Canada moved to Washington, and they're called the Washington Nationals now. Yeah, now I... but but they, but they, there have been two Washington teams that uh, both called the Senators that have moved. One of them to Minnesota, as you said and one of them to another state, another place. But I'm not going to tell you that. Somebody I don't, I don't have Let me uh, tell you a side trivia about Minnesota. Okay. My grandson is getting a Ph.D. in physics at Harvard next month, and uh, the first day of June he's going to work with the Minnesota Twins. Now, don't ask me what a Ph.D. in physics would do with a baseball team, but he said his boss there was a Ph.D. in physics also. Well, it will be interesting. Now, you've started something now, because if we stay in business here, and I hope we will, you will have to tell us how the story works out. We'll find out what he's doing. He may have decided that I've got my degree, and I really don't want to do this anymore. I want to figure out how to make a baseball curve or something, something that a physics I, I don't know. He, he worked a couple of summers ago down there that, that, in Tampa with the team there, so apparently... Uh, these guys are getting physics people. You know, the people out here at the uh, arena with the hockey, they got a physics uh, PhD that's uh, pretty high up in the hierarchy there. So I don't, I don't know what the story is. Well, you know, that's one of the things, Joe, to tell you the truth that people forget is that if you have a good college, general college education, you do not necessarily have to do something in the field that you prepared to do. Sometimes 
you know, if somebody will say, what what can you do with an English major? Well, you can do a lot of things with an English major. Uh, oh, yeah. Know. I know a history major at State that got a real good job here this past graduation season, not even well, related to history. But let's well, I, I was to... a history major myself, and, yeah. and so I can say that, and I know... Uh, Doing things like talk shows is a good thing for history majors because you can never know, know too much information and so on. So. That, that's right. Uh, back to the baseball teams that moved, uh, the Brooklyn Dodgers, I think, moved out to uh, somewhere on the West Coast back in that shift in time, didn't they? They, in fact, did. That was one of the teams. that The, the National League had three teams that moved, and You've named one of them, and the American League had one of the one three teams that moved, and you've named one of them. But there's yeah. two more in the National League, and you ought to be able to. One of them is is uh, is right there under your nose because they moved at the same time the Brooklyn Dodgers did, and uh, uh, from almost the same place. Yeah. Uh, I, I I don't keep up with baseball that much, so. Uh... Well, I'm we're, I'm using you as a foil here, you know, so just talking to you, but I'm giving some hints to some people. There are people out there, I've thrown down the gauntlet, so to speak, on this question and said nobody's going to get it, and somebody will we'll call and be determined to get it. But anyway, I enjoyed our conversation about uh, barbecue the other night, and I'm glad you joined us tonight. And keep us up with uh, your grandson and his degree in physics. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll let you know how it goes with the baseball team. Okay, thank you, Joe. Okay, good talking with you, Tom. That's our friend Joe Williams. Uh, he, we had a good conversation last week on our nostalgia program about barbecue. We had were noting that Wilbur Shirley, the operator of Wilbur's Barbecue in Goldsboro, had passed away. And barbecue is the, the, the natural feed in eastern North Carolina, a certain kind of barbecue. And people are entitled to, to, uh, to their native food and their particular way of making it. 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. I put three books out there, Ragtime, Infinite Jest, and Catch-22, and I need to know the titles, uh, the, the authors of those particular titles is what I need to know. And uh, I have uh, three quotations that I have given you. These are the simple questions. One of them is, one morning I was shot an elephant in my pajamas. How he got in my pajamas, I don't know. That's by the star of the movie along with a couple of his brothers. And I need to know the name of the movie and the name of the star. You can just give me his last name. He's a, he's a famous entertainment family. A boy's best friend is his mother. What movie is that? A scary one. And this one's a little bit scary, too. Keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. Some people believe that's, well, one of the best movies ever made. Maybe the best. I, I do not agree, but uh, but perhaps it is. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three at the WPTF. We're going to take a break, and if you line up and you're ready, we'll take your call when we come back. Nine fifty is the time at WPTF our Friday night trivia fest. Brittany, our producer, tells me there are three people waiting, and so we'll try to see if we can get them all in about the six and a half to seven minutes we have left in the program. And we'll start with Lou, who's over in Rocky Mount. Which questions are you going to take tonight, Lou? Hey, Tom, I want to get one of those movie quotes out of the way for you. Um, let's see. Um, one morning I shot an elephant in my pajamas. How I, how I got in my pajamas, I'll never know. Groucho right. Marx. I don't yeah. know the movie. You'll have to tell me that. Or maybe someone hey, it's else. Animal Crackers. 
Animal crackers. Okay, I got a couple other Groucho-isms for you. Um, here's one. Um, outside of a dog, a book is a man's best friend. Inside a dog, it's too dark to read. Also, <laughs> okay. um, the only way to find out if a man is honest is to ask him. If he says yes, then you know he's a crook. <laughs> but my favorite movie quote of all time is, you talking to me? You talking, talking to, to me? me? That's true. <laughs> Taxi driver. I don't see anybody else. You must be talking to me. What was you know Mark, what movie that is. What was Groucho's oldest other brother? Not not Harpo, but the other one. No. Zeppo? Zep, no, not Zeppo. It was... Uh, Harpo? Yeah. No, not Harpo. Chico. 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 He said, yeah, this is my quote, and then we need to move on. He said, uh, Chico will tell you that... Uh, I think he's, he's not an idiot. He, that he, He's not stupid. He's not foolish. Don't let him fool you. He is idiot, an idiot. He is stupid. He is foolish. Something like that. Basically, it's a it's a joke. On they were that. hilarious. Right. Well, I know Luke. you got to get on with your last two callers, so I'll let you go. But have a great weekend. Thanks, Lou. Take care, Lou in Rocky Mount. From always, as always, and loving it from the wrong side of the track. Uh, let's see who is our next next uh, next caller, Brittany. James from Raleigh. James from Raleigh. James, good evening. You're on WPTF. Do you know the answer? I do. I think that Joseph Heller wrote Catch-22. Have you ever read that? Yeah, I read it in college. Great novel. Good, yeah. That, one of my favorite characters in the movie was played by Bob Newhart, and he was major, 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 I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. Catch-22 is extremely and funny and extremely serious. Because it's, yeah, uh, people, you know, they just somebody, everybody needs to read that novel. But I think the Boston Braves moved to Atlanta. Uh, they did, but not directly. See, that's why this Milwaukee, is Milwaukee, then Atlanta. That's right, Milwaukee, and then Atlanta. They're they're one of the three National League teams that moved. All right, Catch Twenty Two. That's my novel. Okay, thank you. Thanks. He took care of one of the novels. That's right, Catch Twenty Two. I think it was. Published about six, well, no, late sixties. I think it. Uh, anyway, and uh, I can't can't tell you what a catch twenty two is, but one of the things you will learn is what a catch twenty two is. There is such a thing. Okay, and we have one other caller. I think this is Alicia. Is that correct? Hello. Hello, Alyssa. Uh, Alyssa. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I had the right letter to begin. <laughs> what question will you answer tonight, Alyssa? Well, I was going to answer Joseph Heller, but I'm going to make a guess then at a quote about the boy's best friend being the mother. Would that be from Psycho? It just fits the story. Yes, it's from Psycho. And every year at Halloween, when we ask people to pick their their favorite horror movie or the one that mine always is Psycho. I saw that when I was in high school, and I have not wanted to see it since. <laughs> I thought it was good, but, uh, you know, there's some experiences you ought to have, but you don't necessarily have to, you know, keep doing it over and over. It scared well, the you-know-what well, out of me. I'll tell you why I know it more is because the composer, Bernard Herman, who did the music to most of Hitchcock's movies, and he's just a wonderful composer. So um, I once heard the music to Vertigo on the radio, and I had to get the album that Vertigo was on and learned about Bernard Herrmann that way. And he he came up, um, Hitchcock wanted 
the shower scene to be totally quiet, and Bernard Herrmann said no and did the thing with the the violin screeching. So when I saw Psycho, I hummed along. <laughs> well, well, the music is important because you see almost nothing, uh, right, in the movie. But uh, and you mentioned Vertigo, and we're about thirty seconds away from when I have to be gone here. But, uh, you know, there are people who say that Vertigo is the best film ever made now, more than Citizen Kane or The Godfather. I find that interesting because I'm a little bit puzzled by Vertigo, but uh, but it is also uh, any Jimmy Stewart, uh, uh, Alfred Hitchcock movie is worth watching, and uh, so we will do that again. Thank you for joining us tonight, okay? Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. This is uh, Jim Crosby with our signature. So much more than kind You can keep a dime